Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap operas? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. It may be a dreary, rainy, otherwise completely ugly day outside the SoapCentral.com offices here in Philadelphia. But let me tell you, it's a sunny day in Pine Valley and Landview. Hey, Soap fans, I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And for the next hour, we'll be talking about anything and everything soaps. I'm also very pleased to announce that Soap Central Live will soon find a new home on the Internet. Of course, I'm only teasing, but in case you haven't heard the news, ABC has announced that it has reached a deal that will allow the media and production company Prospect Park to continue production of All My Children and One Life to Live after those two soaps air their final episodes on broadcast television on ABC. So who, how, when, why, where, all that other stuff. There are a whole lot of questions that we'll be answering over the next hour, and I will be taking your calls all hour to find out what you think about the news. So pick up your phone. Soap fans are never shy. Now is not the time to start. Head on over and dial toll-free 866-472-5788. Again, it is a toll-free number, 866-472-5788. And you can chat with me here on the air about the licensing deal, or if there's something else going on in daytime that you want to talk about, we can certainly talk about that as well. But I figure that ABC Soap fans are probably very excited and maybe also a little nervous about this deal. So we're going to be talking about all kinds of things. I'll also be joined by some special guests. Soap know-it-all Linda Hirsch will be back again. And Soap's in-depth magazine's Richard Sims will also be here coming up in the second half of the show. I'll be sharing my thoughts. So... It's going to be an hour of opinions. But as I said, first up, today's show, uh, the first guest will be someone who is always lathered up about something. And it works out well, Linda. You can laugh. I hear you in the background. It works out well because that's the name of her s- column on SoapCentral.com. Linda Hirsch was here last week. And since we made a point to talk about whether or not ABC would try to sell or license its soaps... I thought she needed to come back this week to talk about the latest developments. Linda, welcome back. Two in a row here on Social Live. I know. How great to be back. You know, the people that are like, oh, is this going to be any good or not? It reminds me of when you win $5 million in the lottery and you tell a friend and they go, well, you're going to have to pay a lot of taxes. I, I, you know, that's, it, it's like, why is there anything negative about this? Um, I think that this is a very smart thing to do. I love music, okay? 
I don't okay. care if I get my music, uh, this is going to really date me, from a 45, an LPM, Whoa. final album, 8-track, uh, iTunes. It doesn't matter. I don't care how it's given to me as long as I can get my tunes. That's all I care about. Um, and I think what's going to happen eventually is that with the Internet, you'll be able to pop it up onto your TV. I mean, that's, that's what they're really working on. Not like web right. TV that had lots of issues, but... Um, and you of all people, Dan, know the Internet is a, an amazing tool. If done properly, as you've done for the last 16 years, it's fabulous. This well, company is not going to do it on the cheap. You know, um, and I think it finally legitimizes Internet television. Well, we're going to talk a little because there's a whole lot of, of questions, but there's something that I want to go back and first pick up on. Last week, when you were a guest here on the show, I'd asked if you thought that ABC would sell or license All My Children, One Life to Live. And at the time, you didn't think, seem to think that that was going to be something that they were going to do. Yes, and I have to tell you, the reason is, and this is not a good excuse, okay? September is very, very near. And I had the fear that was going to happen with the, Procter, the remaining Procter & Gamble subs as the world turns in guiding light, which shows that as a reporter, you can't lose anything in the past to predict the future. That's true. And I think what this does for Brian Franz and Ann Sweeney and ABC in general is saying, look, we're giving you what you want. Of course, they're getting what they want. It's going to be millions and millions of dollars well, of licensing fees. Exactly. That was what I was going to say. The, yeah. the question that I had for you when you were saying that you didn't think it would happen was uh, I was sort of dumbfounded because ABC and Disney wouldn't have to have done anything. And it turns out I don't think that they will. All they have to do is take the money for the licensing deal Absolutely. and, and reap the, the royalties. The Wall Street Journal is saying – quote, they'll get millions of dollars a year in royalties for as long as the shows are produced. And apparently it's uh, upwards of a 10-year deal or so between ABC and Prospect Park. So that's the potential for a whole lot of money to just sit back and do Right. Nothing. And I've worked for ABC for, at a local show for about on and off for a lot of years. And we always used to laugh that ABC stands for Always Buy Cheap. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, we to say, you know, and but they are there to make money, and this is so phenomenal. Also, a lot of people go, "Oh, who's Prospect Park? What are they?" Um, two of them have been presidents of different ABC and Disney divisions. Right. The Royal Paint, which is a great show, they're they're producers of. This isn't somebody in the basement saying, "I can do this." Uh, and I think, I, I don't know, do you know are they using the same studios? Um, See, and- that's, that's the thing. Is they, they, there really are more unanswered questions than there are answered questions. All we know is that the shows will continue on, that they've been licensed and they'll continue online. Whether well, or not, you know, we're going to pick up with everybody in cast, that, that's a whole lot of, of other things. And I know, Linda, that the, the soap fans, as I'm sure you know, also have a lot of questions. So let's do, would you like to take a couple of calls while we're, we're sitting oh, here chatting? Let's you. go first to Mississippi and talk to Allison. Allison, you're on Soap Central Live. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you all doing? And I didn't catch the young lady's name again, but uh, how are you doing too? How are uh, you doing? 
all right. I'm, I'm excited because I thought that we were going to continue to get my beloved characters, Angie and Jesse, but now Debbie Morgan is leaving and joining Young and the rest. So it is so, it's so, I, I, I just fought uh, ABC for all of this. I mean, the, day, the people that's over daytime because they knew, they wanted to keep all the eggs in one basket by keeping right. Uh, all my children might live in, in, in within the in house, you know, within their company. But they know they was going to catch a lot of backlash if that show would have gotten sold. And it's, it, and, it's, and it's not about money, neither. It's not about advertising money. It's about the fact that they they didn't want to get their karma back from when they had Pratt sabotage the show. Now, I feel like he sabotaged So I feel like he was hired to sabotage the show. But what I want to know is now what's going to happen to the fans that uh, enjoyed David Morgan and Dunnell William well. as act as Angie and It's good that you mentioned that. Before. It's good that you mentioned that, Allison, because uh, I not that I want to put off your answer, but Richard Sims, when he comes by in the next half hour, that's one of the things that we're going to talk about. I, I'm going to ask him if he thinks that because All My Children will be moving to the web, it may no longer be in competition. Since it's not on a broadcast network, there's the potential, I would think, Linda, and, and you can that it, may, it won't be competing. The history of Young and Restless mm-hmm. is to hire big names, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. use them for a month where you can't stand it because every scene is about this person, and then suddenly they're let go like Maura West, or they don't have any storyline. Um, they, bold and beautiful Young and Restless, do this mm-hmm. continually. Sarah Joy Brown and, and Rick Hurst. Um, and the bold and the beautiful, of, right. Mm-hmm. Awards and the acting chops. So what I think is going to happen is that they'll only use it for so long. I think what's probably going to happen, and this is just me, you know, guessing, Angie is going to find out about what Jesse did with the baby. Mm-hmm. And she is going to be furious and heartbroken. Mm-hmm. And I think this will give the character a couple of months to to move off the canvas. Right. Um, what I... And I'd like this young lady to tell me, what, too. My concern is all my children. You know, in the next three weeks, everybody's going to be either back from the dead or uh, releasing people that they love to go on with your future. What are they going to do? I think the Kara and Tad thing was magic. And now Dixie's coming back. So, so what happens? And do you agree that with all these killings and people, I mean, people are coming back from the dead more than they've ever had on a soap in with two weeks. Right. Well, I, I want to uh, let you. I'm going to let you know, Linda. We uh, we lost Allison, but we're going to continue to answer her question. And uh, Allison, of course, I keep tuned for the rest of the show. How's that for for a soap opera teaser? Stay tuned because, as I mentioned, Richard and I are going to discuss this in depth Great. in the next half hour. But uh, going back to you, quick, Linda. The, one of the things that uh, may be of concern that uh, you mentioned that Debbie Morgan, of course, we're moving over to the Young and the Restless. Do you think that, if need be, do you think that the new company would have the gall to potentially recast Angie with someone other than Debbie Morgan? Right, and I don't think it's, look, it's not really gall, in my opinion. Feeling that she needed to move on, she went on, and she's having a right to the young and restless. I think very few people, because I'm so old, remember that Jack was first played on Young and Restless by Terry Lester. A marvelous actor. Who would have thought he could be replaced, especially by Peter Bergman, who had been a good guy, uh, you know, on All My Children for all those years, at Cliff Warner. 
And then they, and listen, Jack was a, Jack was a lot more like uh, Victor than he is now, obviously. And I think that there are plenty of good actors out there. And do you tell a storyline? I, I think recasting can be done if it's smart and it's savvy. She has a new gig. Would you, I mean, here's a question to you. She's got a new gig. Mm-hmm. Would you prefer that the character be killed off? Ooh, no. Or recast? Well, I mean, here's the thing that you could, you could certainly make the argument for. I know that they're still actively writing some of the All My Children stories. If they decide to go that route, is it entirely possible that Angie could die as a result of whatever experimental treatment she goes, uh, she undergoes to get her vision back? That would be one way to do it. I think it would be horrible it would be to horrible kill off Angie. It, w- it would be horrible for another reason. And I've always felt that soaps, and I think you believe that too, I'll speak for you. I'll speak for anybody. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you know. God, that that would give them a chance to speak if I, you know, so I just speak for them. Um, if they did that, they would then be giving a really bad me- message about stem cell. And se- stem cell is a very major concern in this country, either for it or you're against it. I am so for it. Um, Anthony Herrera lived another 12 years, and met many of them very... Uh, illness-free because of stem cells. And so my feeling is if they do that, I, like, I will be the first person to be infuriated. Um, and, and I think she might go away for a while. Mm-hmm. It might have them separate. And what would be really, oh, here's a storyline I just thought of. <laughs> okay. Who gave Angie back her sight? I'm sorry? Who gave Angie back her sight? It'll be David. It would be David. And in the next week or so, she is going to be telling him, look, you've saved more lives than all the bad things that you've done. And it would be very interesting if they teamed up. Someone who knows all of David's bad side, but accepts that he's flawed but not horrible. You mean, roman- you mean romantically? Romantically. <clears throat> looking, she's pretty, why not? If Jesse has betrayed her, she's going to go to somebody that she trusts. Who would have thought? You know what? That, I have a feeling, is probably going to set the phones on fire. So let I, me go and a, take a caller. It's a guess. It's like when I do <laughs> the New York Times you know, <laughs> puzzle. Well, it's just guess. If I'm lucky, Don't I guess right. You. But I think that would be interesting. Don't you try to backtrack. I want to let to see what the I'm fans I'm not backtracking. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, if I were doing that show, I just thought of it on the spur of the moment, but... Uh, I think that's a way to save the character. Let's see what Valerie from Nevada has to say. Valerie, welcome to Central Live. I'm crazy. Hi, Valerie. Hi there. I have watched all my children since the day that it started. Me too. You know, that tells you how old I am. Uh, And, you know, I was very sad when they said it was going off the air. And my granddaughter, who's like nine, called me and said, do you know that they're taking all my children off the air? And, you know, and... It was a very sad day, and I'm so glad to hear that they're going to continue it on the web. I just have some concern as to, you know, how people that don't have the Internet are going to watch it. And I, well, I have you know. a brilliant idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-oh. A smart, and I'm going to get you off that because I'm thinking about this, a very smart a computer company or a, a, a big computer store. Mm-hmm. Do something like have your love in, your, in the afternoon. Don't miss an episode. Give them a really good price on the computer and will give you free lessons so you don't have to be computer phobic. 
I think that's a good idea because there's a lot of people. I mean, I I work on a computer all day, so I'm fairly savvy, and my son is an IT person, so he's savvy. But there's a lot of people out there that just wouldn't have a clue. Right, and I think this is a way to garner business, Mm -hmm. to give them something, and once they have the lessons, then they're fine. Exactly. And Well, you know, let me uh, weigh in on, uh, I've been doing the internet stuff for 16 years now, and I remember being back at a time where you had to explicitly tell folks on the internet, click here, because, uh, you know, f- not everybody was familiar with how links worked or how to get from here to there. I would like to think that the people who are online now, uh, there's there's such a way to make it so that people are savvy. I, I think that if folks want to watch their soaps on the internet, I have to think that they will find a way. I'm not talking about the folks now who maybe don't have the internet, but for people out there who are online and have the ability to not only go to SoapCentral.com, but to, to go on to Facebook, to go on to Twitter, all of these different places where I've been able to communicate with soap fans, I really think that those folks, it will be almost impossible for them to not find where to find these soaps. Listen, Just, and a prospect park is very savvy, and I really believe they are. They're going to uh, let people know how to get on. They're going to help us as people who report the news, tell people, look, this is step A, this is step B, this is step C. Oh. And I don't think that'll be a good thing. Plus, I think you'll be able to watch, you know, you won't need to watch the episode that day. You'll be able to watch it later on. I, that, right. I think that like that's important, DVR. too. Um, I don't know how many, you know, uh, you know, uh, it will be. It may be for the whole week, which is great. I think you're seeing, going to see more and more shows on the Internet if the quality of this is as good as I think it's going to be. Well, That's let me ask you, Valerie, Valerie, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Do you foresee uh, these soaps being five episodes a week once they go online, or do you think that they will be cut back and maybe once a week or twice a week? I've thought about that, and I think, you know, I, I don't know, but I think maybe if they did cut them back, it might be better. They might actually get more viewers if they did it maybe once or twice a week. I don't know. Hard to say. I mean, we're so used to watching them five days a week, but I tape I tape them on a DVR every day, and I watch them at night when I'm home and, and able to watch them. So or I don't on know. the weekend when the weather's bad or something. Exactly. Um, according to the press release, and by the way, we all know what press releases are about. It's a spin. Right, exactly. <laughs> and they can change their mind any time they want. They claim it's going to be in the same format, the same number of days per week, Um and, you know, can they change that? Of course they can change it. Right now, that's what they're saying. Dan, do you know when All My Children is going to go? Are they all going to start after January, or are they going to give All My Children maybe two weeks to be off and start up again? Do you know anything? That is another one of the unanswered questions. They haven't said exactly when they'll pick up on the Internet, just that, in theory, the shows, the storylines will pick up uh, where they left off when the show ends. So right. we could be wait. It could be a matter of weeks. They could do it a matter of days, or they could, uh, you know, they could wait until after to one life to live is off the air. But let me uh, let me thank you, Valerie, for for calling in. We're almost up on a commercial break, and I don't want to keep you hanging on the line. So right, thank, thank you. you, thank you, Valerie. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, uh huh. Um, yeah. I mean. I think, I mean, they, they said they're going to read out when they left off, but I have a qu- another question for you, Dan. 
Oh, this is, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be asking no, no, no. the questions. Do Linda. you think Lorraine Broderick is going to stay with all my children? I and what happens to Frank Valentini, who's already committed to General Hospital? You mean Ron Carlovati? Ron Carlovati. Well, that's one of the other questions that I have. But I would have to think Lorraine Broderick has apparently made it known that she's wanted to come back to work and write for All My Children since Charles Pratt was let go. So I would think yeah. that she is not only – she may not even be doing it for the money at all. It just in theory. So she's either. doing it for the love of All My Children. So I would have to think – that she would continue on, particularly if what we were talking about, if, if Val, as Valerie was saying, that the shows only air a couple of times a week, you would think that that might even be less work. So uh, I would right. say she's going to stick around. Right. And, and oh, here's something scary, proving that no matter how bad a job you do writing on a soap opera, you'll get another job. Chuck Pratt has just signed a deal with ABC for one of their new primetime shows. Hello? <laughs> You know, here's the thing. But, but, but you know, he can do episodic because it's, you know, it's, it's, God knows it's not character driven. You know? <laughs> I, I don't know what went on in Charles Pratt's head when he took over at, at All My Children. It was sort of anybody who would go in and say, listen, I don't really care what's been done in the past. I'm going to do it my way. That doesn't really make any sense to me. You have to, you, you can't ignore. 30-some years of history at that point in time and say, you know, hey, I'm going to do what I want. I know these characters better than you do. You never, one thing I have learned, never, ever, ever, ever tell a soap fan that you know the soaps better than them because that is definitely not the case. No, absolutely. And I think that the bottom line is is that I don't know if Chuck Pratt Jr. Um, looked at the, the Bible for the show from the beginning I mean, I think if you're going to get a high-powered job like head writer of a soap, money's pretty good, then very good. Then, before you get the job, and you know a month before, you go back and you look at everything about the characters, what they've done, what they haven't done. Uh, the worst thing you can do is, as a writer is come in and just change everybody around. I mean, mm-hmm. I think one of the most appalling storylines, this might have been Megan McTavish, however, the Erica didn't really have an abortion. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, as luck would have it, he shot and, oh, boy, Kendall needs a heart. Here we go. Uh, uh, you know, and that makes you yeah. feel stupid. Well, you know what? Let me, I want to ask you, Lynn, I know that you have to go, but do you have time for one more quick call? Oh, absolutely. Let's quick just go uh, across the river. I don't know where, but somewhere across the river in New Jersey, we have Christine on the line. Christine, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello. How are you? Um, I'm actually I'm I'm actually a little bit worried because okay. of the news. Uh, I've been a big fan of One Life to Live and All My Children my whole life. Okay. And uh, I basically I don't trust ABC as far as I can throw them, and I feel like there is a huge uh, soap fan population that does not access the internet. Well, let me ask you, do, do you know, uh, how many people do you know personally who are soap fans who are not on the Internet? Quite a number of them. I mean, uh, most of my family, they're not very Internet savvy. But you will teach A them. lot of them are older, but you'll teach them. And I think that, you know, what field of dreams, build them a field and they will come. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, Christine. Do you think, 
uh, will being able to watch all my children in one life to live on the internet, will that be enough to make them finally take that step to go on the internet? I mean, I'm someone who has an internet website, and I can tell you right now, my mother hardly ever goes on the internet. It's very frustrating. Uh, yeah. But do I you think, Christine, I don't that know that, that it will, because I feel like when well, they look at the internet, and, 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 and I understand your fears, but what I'd really like, and, and I understand, Christine, what I'd really like is let's just have a good time for the next four or five days. Let's see if, if my being thrilled about this was pretty stupid and if your, your pessimism, which I understand, was right. We don't know, know anything yet except they've been saved. And to me, that's a lot. And we have to, we are almost on a commercial break, but Christine, I want to give you one last, uh, chance here will you be watching all my children one life to live when they go to the internet will i be watching yes but i feel like if abc really wants to redeem themselves from decimating our shows they should make a way to i don't know perhaps construct a tutorial or something to reach out to these oh, i agree who have no idea what they're going to do well absolutely and that but i'll tell you what, i guess that prospect park will do that um i i really do and you're right that's why i said you know uh you know, a computer store should offer free lessons. That a, if they, a person doesn't have a computer, give them a great price for a computer. Um, show them how to get on there. And it'll, listen, the Internet is just like opening up a world. It's like reading books. It's amazing. Uh, but at first, we're very afraid, you know. Well, Christine, I want to thank you for calling. And I will say that I know that I've heard from a lot of other people who feel the same way you do about there may not be some folks who are tuning in to see the soaps on the internet. We're going to talk more about that in the next half hour as well as whether or not ABC could at some point in time bring these soaps back to television. So thank you, Christine, for calling. Thank you. And Linda, I know you have to go, so I right, want to thank you for calling Right, but I will say something real quickly in. before I go. Sure. If ABC wants to bring it back to television, Prospect Park now has the licensing fees. It would cost them so much money. Well, and that's say, the, here's the this, want to do that. They want to make money, which is fine. But no, well, see, this is where I disagree. If you read their press release very carefully, it says they've given the licensing agreement for online formats and additional emerging platforms. It never says anything about television. Well, you're right about that. That that's a good point. So yeah. that'll be something that we're going to talk about in the next half hour. I want to thank you, Linda. It's thank always you, Dan. Thank you, all the fun to have you. It was great talking to you. And we will catch up with you soon, I hope. Absolutely. And, you know, Linda, you are more than welcome to come back. And speaking of coming back, I'll be back here on the other side of this commercial message with Richard Sims of Soaps in Depth magazine. He and I will be chatting. So stay tuned for more of Soap Central Live in just about two minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. 
Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Is your sexual relationship satisfying? Do you have a nagging question about sex and you can't find the answer? Tune into Sex in Our Cities with hosts Donna Kane Francis and Robin Potter Kimball. Two advanced practice registered nurses are here to answer all of your questions about sex and relationships. Each issue will be presented in an objective, unbiased perspective designed to educate and empower you to make healthy decisions and bring about change in your life. Sex in Our Cities is broadcast live Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and we are live this week, and we're chatting about anything and everything soaps. Next up, my next guest has taken a break from a fishing trip to talk about a far deadlier catch, the crazy world of daytime television. Richard Sims, welcome back to Soap Central Live. A fishing trip? I don't think I've gone fishing in 20 years. <laughs> oh, you had mentioned the deadliest catch earlier, and I thought, you know I what? I did. I did. Let's... That was a very, very good reference. Yes, I was actually talking online to the owner, I guess, of on Twitter of, of the Cornelia Marie, one of the ships on the deadliest catch, and they were fascinated to hear, us, hear what soap opera fans think of the show. It was kind of cool. Well, uh, for those of you out there who are listening who don't know this, we're, we're gasping, of course, but Richard Sims is the executive editor of ABC Soaps in Depth and CBS Soaps in Depth magazines, and I have to ask, do you think that there's an element of soap in The Deadliest Catch? There's got to be. Definitely, and in fact, he was saying, um, uh, the person I was talking to on Twitter was saying that Discovery Channel, they were, they, they've been talking a lot, and they were saying that Discovery Channel kind of had this attitude that... Um, nobody cares about the captains and the crew and all that. It's all about, you know, like the adventure of fishing. 
And, and as I was having this conversation on Twitter, a lot of soap fans, it turns out there's a lot of... I'm always surprised by the intersections of worlds. Um, you know, recently I found out when I started watching wrestling that there's this huge group of people out there who are soap fans who watch wrestling. And it turns out the same is true of Deadliest Catch. As he and I were having this conversation on Twitter, and it, was, you know, it wasn't private messages, it was in the open, all these soap fans were coming out and saying, oh my gosh, no, of course I care about the characters. I, you know, I cried when Captain Phil died, and, and I think Jake is a druggie, and you know, like talking about the sort of storylines that unfold on these boats. So it was, it was a, yes, I think there's a, a huge crossover audience for these kind of things. Okay, so let's go from somehow from the deadliest <laughs> catch this one. <laughs> to uh, another drama. What if you launched a web soap or a soap opera on the web and nobody showed up? And it seems that that could be the case because YNR confirmed today a report that Soaps in Depth made last week or so that Debbie Morgan would be joining the cast of The Young and the Restless. So if Debbie Morgan leaves AMC and we've got maybe other people who are leaving the show, what happens if Prospect Park tries to launch All My Children, One Life to Live on the web and they don't really have anybody to choose from in the cast anymore? Well, you know, that's a really good question because here's the thing. Um, as when, when all my children stopped filming for television, um, you know, in, I, I don't, I, it's like four or five weeks when they stopped filming at that point, all of the contract, all of the actors, their contracts are over the contracts that need to be put in place as far as doing the online version are completely different. And there's a lot of different things that have to be figured out. There's unions and, you know, there's just, there's just this nightmarish things that have to happen. So first of all, I think it's very, very safe to say that this is not going to launch like the Monday after All My Children goes off the air. I don't right. see any way that that could happen. I mean, first of all, we don't even know the name of this, this network that they're launching. You know, um, I, I will admit I am highly highly, highly skeptical of this. And here's why. ABC has taught me to be skeptical. You know, people mm -hmm. latched on to the fact that, you know, this is a multi-year deal. Well, yes, so was Lorraine Broderick's, Broderick's contract that they told us about right before they canceled the show. Um, uh, oh, and one thing, that, one thing that came up that I want, that when you were talking um, in the first segment that I want to address is um, there was the discussion of, the contract set, or the, the press release said that they would be in the same format and everything, and people are taking that as meaning five days a week. It does not say that anywhere. It only right. talks about the length. It does say the same length, which, you know, which I guess means you know, 42 minutes or whatever it is that they make for television. Mm -hmm. um, you, know, you, you, you said it best when you said that there are more questions than answers. I'm very... I'm optimistically pessimistic or pessimistically optimistic. I'm not sure which, but my gut is not reacting well to this, to be honest. I mean, I want to, clearly, I, I, you know, soaps are my life in more ways than one. They're my life, they're my livelihood. I want this to be true. I want to cheer. I want, to, I want every fan who heard me say the shows are not going to be saved, and I have said that, you know, that they weren't going to be picked up. I want every one of those fans to be able to, like, you know, throw a pie in my face, metaphorically, please. <laughs> um, but, well, hypothetically, but like, if it were a real pie, what flavor? Um, Boston cream. It's the only kind of pie I really eat. Um, and it's not really a pie. It's a cake with delusions of grandeur. But, um, <laughs> but still, <laughs> I'm a really big fan of Boston, Boston cream pie. 
I've but dug up here are, the ex- the exact you know, quote Debbie from Morgan, the press release. Debbie Morgan, there'll be there'll be a lot of questions, not only with Debbie Morgan but with other actors. You know, <laughs> let's face it. You know, there's a lot of actors right now who do web soaps and do do regular soaps. You know, half the cast of Days of Our Lives has done Venice. So, so it's not like those are impossible things, but it's going to depend right. on the contract. I think the other thing to remember is that, um, you know. I put calls into both ABC and Prospect Park uh, yesterday, and ABC ABC's response kind of surprised me. ABC's response was basically, "Oh yeah, we don't really know anything beyond what's in the contract, really, because or, or in the press release, because your press release basically wanted to give Brian Franz credit for having brokered this deal. So if he brokered this deal, he must know at least something." Uh, and then and then I called Prospect Park, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to be answering any questions." <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute! You've just announced this this deal, supposedly well, this multi-million-dollar huge genre. This is this is like reinventing an entire genre, and you don't think people are going to ask questions? Even the Wall well, Street Journal story today really right. was completely unsourced. It had no, you know, just like somebody in, who's familiar with the deal kind of thing. So there's a lot of red flags waving, not just waving, they're pounding me in the face. We have a a couple of things I want to go to before we take some calls here. Here is the exact quote from the press release. It says, the programs will continue to be delivered with the same quality in the same format and length. So that doesn't necessarily mean, as you said, that they'll be shown five days a week, seven days a week, once a week, once a month. It doesn't say anything about that. Now, here's here's my theory. This is this is my theory, and I'm sticking to it right now. Direct TV. it's well, no. It's sort of well. Remember when Directv bought Passions? Yes. And they filmed. The, I think they showed it what three days a week or something. Uh, it was they four. Filmed. They had like I think they had Friday off. I think it was okay. four days a week. Here's what I think will happen if this comes through and if this comes to pass. Here's how I see it happening. They first of all, they will not get all the actors because let's face it. I, I really think that the actors are going to go for a short. If, if any actor who gets like a contract on another show that's a short thing is probably going to take it because I, I don't know how and how unless Prospect Park's pockets are incredibly deep, this is going to be a hugely expensive venture to launch. So so I, actors are going to have to take a cut. Now, for a lot of actors, hey, it's better to take a cut than it is to be unemployed. That's but are true. the Susan Lucci's and the and the Erica Slezak's and people like that are they going to you know take the kind of cut that might be necessary to do something like this? The the other but but here's my theory: is whatever form these shows take, let's say Prospect Park decides we're gonna we're gonna film five days a week for the next two months. And then we're going to show those episodes once a week, and that'll give us like six months' worth of stuff. Right. Now, here's the reason I see that being kind of almost a practical solution. Clearly, whenever this new network launches, whatever this mysterious network is, they're going to need a lot of publicity, and they're going to get a lot of it based on this deal. So if they film... If they put out the money and film two months' worth of soaps and then spread those out over the next six months to a year, you know, they basically, I, you know, they, they've basically done what they need to do. They've gotten tons of publicity based on this money that they've put out. That's just my theory. That's, you know, and, and, and to me, in my warped little mind, it makes sense because they get product, they get a lot of publicity, they get eyeballs, but at the same time, 
they're really, they could do two months of show and then shut it down again, you know? Um, just because they've signed a leasing, a, a licensing deal for 10 years doesn't mean they have to do 10 years' worth. That's and right. That's I, I want to, and yeah, and I want to talk about some of the money aspects of it in just a bit, but I do want to take a quick caller. We have a Marilyn who's been waiting on the line for a bit. She's from New York. Uh, Marilyn dropped, so we, I will talk about the money. Marilyn really got quickly. bored with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw that Marilyn was apparently holding, but uh, I am done with this boy. <laughs> it's no, it's no secret that I think everybody out there should know by now. There are, of course, ads on SoapCentral.com, so I know a little bit about monetizing the internet. I can tell you that there are some large companies like CNN and your MSNBCs, uh, you know, the, the the folks that have a lot of video. And they sell pre-rolls. They can sell the pre-rolls from anywhere from 10 to $20 per thousand views. So I've got my abacus out here. Let's just say that you get uh, a million viewers for one of these the, the episodes online of All My Children and One Life to Live. So a million viewers at $20 or so a pop comes out to be about $20,000. So that would be $20,000 that could be generated from just a pre-roll. That's an ad, those little ads, those 30-second ads that air before you watch a video online. So let's just say they've got that. It's $20,000. They could maybe put in some commercials in between. Let's say you do five of them. You can come up with about $100,000 just from that in terms of, of advertising. You can also put ad banners on whatever this mysterious network is. They can do product placement. I don't know how much companies would be willing to pay, but there's, there's definitely a way to make some money. But in terms of where we're at now, where it costs about, uh, what would you say, Richard, about a million dollars a week to put together a soap, uh, $100,000 is a far cry yeah. from a million. Yeah, I think, I think the other thing... You know, there's there's so many things that we don't know, and so many things you know that have to be kept in mind. Like for one thing, it's advertisers are going to go into this wary because let's face it, these are shows that didn't have a big enough audience to keep them on, and it's just a fact. You know, no matter how many I I, I loved Linda's idea of of um you know of some really smart computer store getting behind this and saying you know hey come in buy a computer we'll blah blah blah. I think it's a great idea. Do I think it'll actually happen? No, I don't think that that I don't think that we live in an environment right now where too many big companies out there are are particularly anxious to see soap survive, you know? Um, I wish that weren't true, but it's, it just sort of seems to be the case. It would be interesting, but, though, if Prospect Park were able to partner with someone like, uh, well, we're not going to say their names to give them free advertising, but the, I'm sure everybody knows uh, big mega stores, those big box stores that are in every neighborhood that sell uh, electronics and whatnot. They could, in theory, right. they could bring them on as a partner, and that would give them incentive because let's let's just make the assumption All My Children and One Life to Live are not going to be the only two shows that Prospect Park puts on the mystery online television network. There are going to be other programs of some sort. Well, so, and that right there, but that right there, you know, is another thing that creates another kind of problem where all this is concerned. You know, it, soaps are expensive to produce. And they're launching a new network. And we're assuming this isn't going to be the only programming on this new network. So, you know, it just keeps the number that you look at financially just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where I say, I don't understand it. Now, now one of the prevailing theories is that it's going to be a, 
a pay channel, sort of like Netflix or something. Or I have Hulu Plus. You know, I'm one of those people who pays $8 a month and for Hulu Plus, even though I really don't use any of the Plus features, but I do it anyway, <laughs> just in case. Okay. You never know when you might want to be a Plus. <laughs> you never know. All right. And so, it's gonna, so on the one hand, you know, that's an increase in the money coming in. But on the other, it's also a decrease in your audience because no matter what, it's just a fact you're going to lose audience. You know, you're going to lose audience when you take something right now in, the, in today's environment from television and put it on the web. You're just going to. Uh, well, and now, and that's when you're giving it for free. Now you have to look at are people going to be willing to pay for it as well? If that's Well, the let's, let's find with. out. We have uh, another soap fan on the line. We have Gerald from Virginia. Let's find out if Gerald is going to tune in uh, or would be willing to pay. Gerald, welcome to Subcentral Live. Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Um, I'm well. Um, thanks for asking, actually. So let me... Where is your accent? <laughs> um, you asked me what I pay for it. Would you pay to watch your soaps online? Um, it would depend on, at this point, on format I'm going to say with chocolate. Well, I've made a joke, and I'm sure folks out there who follow me on Twitter know that I often tease that a lot of the web soaps that are out there now are three minutes. The first minute is opening credits. The last minute is the thank you credits. And somewhere in between there, there's about a minute of show. Uh, I think it's comforting to know that, in, in theory, the press release says the episodes of All My Children and One Life to Live will be the same format because I have to tell you, as much as I love watching All My Children, One Life to Live, I can't imagine there would be a lot of people out there who would pay a dollar, ten dollars, whatever, to watch four minutes of anybody in on any of those shows. Yeah, I wouldn't in that regard. But I will say, it's. Um, I called in here once when um, they initially shut off Guiding Light. And okay. have to admit, Guiding Light is pretty different. I actually put a... It's, Guy like was in the position that AMC and OLPL are right now, I actually would have paid. Um, oh. Because I think a lot more people would have signed on. I also think that hopefully, and this is where I hope that uh, someone was just writing an article that I was looking up, that now that they're on the web, they'll be free to do a lot of other things that they weren't necessarily able to do um, on television. Because they aren't the FCC regulating them as, as well as they were. So there's a chance that I would pay. But they would have to really, really step it up. They couldn't. Um, they couldn't drop their A game because right now, for instance, I'm in love with One Life to Live, and um, they have stepped their game up tremendously to the point where the um, AMC soap, I mean the ABC soap that brought me, which was All My Children, to you know ABC, I don't care if I don't watch it anymore. So hopefully that they can keep the um, the One Life to Live. If they keep it at the the level of uh, gratification that it is now that I will actually mm-hmm. probably more than be more than willing to pay. You know, keep I will have up. to have some of my old cast as well. That's a must. Well, <laughs> well let me uh, hold on too. one second, Richard. Let me. Uh, I want to thank Gerald uh, for calling in. We're going to keep talking about this, but I'm going to let you go so we can try to get a couple more callers in here before the end of the show. Thanks. Thank you, Gerald. Uh, uh, let me ask you quick, Richard. Something that Gerald was alluding to. Do you think people will pay to see? You know, soap opera nipple. To see what? 
Oh, so no. <laughs> soap opera what? <laughs> soap opera um, nipples. You know, I mean, he's talking about FCC. He, he brought up a really, really good point, and that is, you know, two things. One, yes, they could, you know, um, you know, they could do something more adult where you don't have to say crap and you can show nudity and things like that. Um, again, that's going to impact your contract negotiations um, as well. But the other thing he brought up was um, one of the truest truisms there is about soaps or any other program. If it's on the page and it's well done, people will come to see it. If it's not, they won't. I mean, I, you know, it doesn't matter... It doesn't matter what format the show is in. It doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes or two hours. It doesn't matter if they allow cursing or not, if the stories they're telling suck. You know, that's been the biggest problem for daytime for the past, you know, probably five or more years is the, the, the stories have just been terrible, and the shows are not the shows that we all fell in love with. And that, you know, and, and right now he's right. One Way to Live is on fire right now. I mean, it's just, it's just such a great show. Um, and let's, but, but it'll also be interesting to see what happens with Ron Carlovati. Because remember, ABC just announced a couple weeks ago that once One Life to Live ended in, in, in January, Ron Carlovati was going to be going over to uh, General Hospital. So what happens there? That's a good question. We have about two minutes before we have to close the show, so I'm going to take one quick caller. Jack from California on Soap Central Live, and we're going to have to unfortunately – Maybe not have you there. Oh, Jack, what have People you done to me? me. <laughs> I don't think it's you. I think it's me. I think that they, they sense my excitement about this. Because here's my thought. Uh, I've sort of been uh, quiet on really expressing what I think. To me, I am just as skeptical and dubious of, of what is going to be going on here as anybody out there. I, I don't know that it's possible. I mean, I'm someone who runs an internet business, so I know what goes into it. I know the expenses. So there are a lot of questions that I have from a business perspective. But I have to tell you, Richard, for me, some All My Children and One Life to Live is far better than no All My Children and no One Life to Live. I will take whatever they can come up with to at least keep it around than to have what we were dealing with before. Come September 23rd, no more All My Children. And come sometime in January, no One Life to Live. I think a lot of people are saying that, and it'll be interesting to see how many of them stand by that if what we end up getting is, you know, some youth-centric, you know, like the only characters are, are Colby, Asher, and, you know, Langston or something, you know, whatever. Just like, like there's five no. characters, and it's all set in a dorm room, and, it's, and the only real, you know, relevance, 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 relevance <laughs> to the shows we knew and loved was the name, you know, that I think, I think you're already seeing people say, well, if it's not, if it doesn't do this, this, and this, I ain't going to watch. So right. I think they have a really, I am so excited to see how this plays out. I'm skeptical. I'm optimistic. I'm pessimistic. I'm scared. I'm, but most of all, I'm hopeful. I really, 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 really want this to work. I mean, I watch a lot of internet TV. I am happy to watch stuff on, on the internet. I watch Netflix streaming and Hulu and everything else online. So, you know, bring it. I will watch it. I will pay for it. I will watch it. 
I don't care where it is. See, I'm not quite there yet. Uh, I, I don't watch a lot of the things online because I do have TiVo product placement, not really. But I, I so I don't really. There's nothing that I miss really per se. But I'm willing to watch things online, particularly if I can somehow get them onto my television. But one speaking of television, we have about a minute to address this. I want to ask you, Richard, if you think this particular statement in the the press release where it said. Uh, online formats and additional emerging platforms, including internet-enabled television sets. It doesn't say anything in this uh, licensing agreement in the press release that says television. If for some reason the chew and, and the revolution fail and all my children in one life to live do well on the internet, do you see any possibility that ABC could say, you know what, we want them back on television? Could they? Yes. Do I think they will? No. I think ABC has made it very clear there. They have no interest in this. I mean, you know, it's so funny because we've all gotten so excited about this, all my children and, and One Life to Live news, that we've forgotten that there's an act, hold, that, that there's the Katie Couric Act hanging over General Hospital. Um, you know, my fondest hope is that this, this new mysterious network, whatever it is, is a wild success and we don't have to worry about General Hospital because we know, hey, that's okay, it'll go over to the Internet. You know, because I do believe the Internet is the future. I don't think we're at the point yet where, um, I, I don't think we're at the point yet where big, expensive, sustainable shows can find a way to make money on the Internet, but I think we're heading there. I, I really, I almost wish that all my children and one could hang out for another two or three years and then go to the Internet because I think we're so close. We're on the brink of monetizing the Internet in this sense, but I worry that this deal is going to happen a little too soon and as a result right. it's going to you know, maybe crash and burn, and that's my biggest fear. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time. Richard, I want to thank you for dropping by. You know that I always enjoy having you here, and we always seem to run out of time before we get to talk about everything that we want to. It goes so fast. <laughs> it really does. Uh, you know, and a, a note to the folks at Prospect Park, if you'd like, uh, I'm available for consultation. <laughs> you can, me too. You can send me an email. Uh, of course, everybody, we are out of time for today's show. And I know that there are still a lot of unanswered questions out there about the future of All My Children and One Life to Live. And I can tell you that we've shared as much information on today's show as we know. We don't really know all that much more out there than you do. As Richard said, ABC and Prospect Park aren't really talking, but as soon as Anything is available. You can count on SoapCentral.com and, of course, Soaps in Depth to be bringing you anything as it comes out there. So in terms of anything new, uh, there's always something new in the world of soaps. So be sure to tune in here every week. And if you've missed any episodes of Soap Central Live or just want to hear them again, you can head over to the Soap Central Live page. It's at SoapCentral.com slash radio. You'll find uh, all sorts of wonderful interviews. There's a whole bunch with Richard. There's a lot of me. There's a, a lot of great soap stars. It's a lot of fun. So in terms of what we're going to be talking about next, well, you're going to have to tune in next week for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. Have a great week, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.